What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Well, yesterday started for Hunter Biden uh, with, you know, I'm not worried about it. We got this in the bag. We've reached a deal. These two competing forces, the DOJ and the Biden family, oh, they argued it out. I, how dare you? How dare you offer that? I am not guilty. Yes, you are. We're going to put you in prison. No, you're not. Yes, we are. And then they came up with this sweetheart deal that would ensure he never went to prison for anything that he's currently being investigated on. And then, somehow or another, this evil judge came out and said, I don't find any of this in the Constitution. And this is a really weirdly uh, worded uh, plea agreement. I've never seen one like it. Uh, It seems to wash him clean of everything he ever might have done. I've never seen one like that before. Why? By lunchtime, Hunter Biden was like, what do you mean, man? What, 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 what do you mean? By the end of the evening, Hunter Biden seriously needed a drink. Or to go zen and paint some other $850,000 paintings. Didn't work out well for him. Now what does that mean? Impeachment? Jail time? We go there in 60 seconds. Yeah, that's right, you sick, twisted freak. Our our uh, sponsor this half hour is my Patriot Supply. There is a really scary feeling you get when you're standing right at the edge of a cliff. It's much scarier uh, if somebody is standing behind you, too. Well, if you are looking at our finances right now, you're looking at our economy. We're kind of close to the cliff. And unfortunately, there are people behind us trying to push us over the cliff. May I suggest a parachute, something that will help your personal economy. And uh, that is my Patriot Supply. You're not going to be in a panic when things or if things might happen. Right now, you can get their best-selling three-month emergency food kit for a limited time. You'll save 25% per kit on your order. It's the biggest discount they offer, and it doesn't come along every day, so make the call today. MyPatriotSupply.com Make sure that you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner for your kids for, what, three months. Everyone in your family can eat, and you are not panicked. 2,000 calories a day, one kit per person in your family, 25% off right now. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Have Greg Stubbe on yet? Okay. Is he coming on or is he just late? Do you know? Okay. Uh, He's uh, running a few minutes late, I'm told, uh, by uh, a voice that you cannot hear. But I hear voices all the time. And that doesn't make me crazy. Um, Pat Gray is uh, with us. And we were just talking uh, as we were getting ready for Greg Stubbe. I think, Pat, that there is hope that this is not going to end well for the Bidens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to be able to think that. I, I hope that's true. It's just hard to believe. <laughs> you know, it's hard to believe. 
Because no, I know they've gotten away with this stuff for so long. It's like okay, they're just they're bulletproof. Uh, there's there's a different set of standards yeah, for them not. than us. Listen to CNN last night. Here is the in front of the courthouse. Here's what they were saying. So the judge said that she could not accept the plea agreement as it was structured. Remember, there was a plea agreement where Hunter Biden would plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and then a diversion on a felony gun charge. Well, the judge taking issue with both of them, saying that on the plea agreement related to the tax charges, she was saying that she this agreement as structured just had her as what she said, a rubber stamp. It did not allow her to weigh in on whether she thought that the plea was acceptable. She had questions about that and wants both sides to brief her on that. Also on the gun diversion, she questions about how that deal was structured because it inserted her in the process if hunter biden breached the terms of this agreement and the government had an issue that they wanted the judge to act as a neutral arbiter okay so so she goes on and on with this and there's so much more than that um it, she the judge said it looks like you two are cozy uh, and I've never seen a plea deal like this. And this washes him clean of everything. Is that your understanding? The Biden administration or the, the Biden lawyers said, uh, uh, yeah, that's our understanding. Uh, and Department of Defense or Department of uh, Justice said, no, no, I don't think so. So is anything going to happen? We have Representative uh, Greg Stubion with us now. He is a congressman from Florida, and he is one of the two that are really pushing to get the House to move to impeach Joe Biden. Hi, Greg. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. You bet. So um, what is the mood in Congress for these hearings and impeachment? Well, you started to see the speaker actually talk about this, which I think is a great move forward because a lot of us have been clamoring for impeachment for quite some time. But through these different investigations, all of this evidence now that is mounting evidence after evidence that Joe Biden was involved in the business deals with Hunter Biden was receiving financial information. Oversight committee did subpoenas on the financial information. We're waiting on some of that. But through some of that, we've been able to ascertain that it's like 20 or $30 million that the Biden family has received through four actions that obviously at the time vice president, but some of these actions he's done while he's been president. Uh, Senator Grassley just released a form from the FBI that showed the $5 million payment related to the Ukraine and bereavement issue. Um, I think there's overwhelming Christ. evidence, uh, having been a lawyer myself and been a prosecutor in the JAG Corps. So we're actually drafting our own impeachment resolution specifically on bribery crimes, corruption crimes, because in my opinion, there's overwhelming evidence of that now in the public sphere. And we're still doing these investigations, uh, so there'll probably be more to follow. So, Greg, I am I'm with you. I think there is overwhelming uh, evidence. Um, the the Nixon uh, trials went, you know, through the first term into the second. All of the accusations happened in the first term. He was reelected. Nobody wanted to talk about impeachment. The Democrats brought the impeachment back up. And it was eventually the turning of some of those Democrats in the Senate that we're finally convinced, yeah, he did do this. Do, it, do you sense any kind of um, even softening of the other side on, yeah, I'm not going to say this out loud, but that looks bad. 
I don't, you know, you obviously don't see Democrats going on the news and, and saying that they think that the president should be impeached. But what you're seeing is, and this is kind of shocking to me, frankly, is the mainstream media is actually, for the first time, actually starting to report about these things. They're starting to report about the Hunter Biden issues because it's such a pervasive issue now. And it is so evidence, evidentiary um, apparent that this was going on that they, they don't have a choice but to report about it. So that's actually putting Democrats in very difficult positions. Um, you've seen the plea deal, plea deal with Hunter Biden now fall apart. And that isn't about Hunter Biden. That's about the information that can come from all of that, if that goes to trial through discovery, of how Joe Biden's involved in that. You've heard the IRS whistleblowers testify directly. And these are the gentlemen who were part of the team that was investigating Hunter Biden and their foreign business dealings and all these tax issues that specifically said they had evidence that the big guy and Joe Biden was involved and wanted to issue subpoenas and warrants on information, and the DOJ shut them down. So as this starts to open up and you get more and more facts and evidence, I don't see how you as a Democrat couldn't at least have an open mind to the fact that you have somebody who used his, his position uh, to enrich himself and his family. Uh, I haven't heard any of any Democrats talk about that you know, publicly. But you can certainly see a softening, as you said, um, from some of the positions right. that they're taking and them trying to distance themselves from the administration on these issues. Do what is the ramification of impeachment? You know, Donald Trump was impeached twice, um, but the last one was I mean, I don't even think even anybody even noticed uh, for the most part, except for the mainstream media. Um, what are the ramifications of you guys pushing this through without control of the Senate? Yeah, here's, here's the political reality that we currently live in. Even if we're able to pass an impeachment uh, resolution on the House floor, it goes to the Senate and you need 60 votes. So that's why I think the way that House leadership and the Republican leadership of the different committees, there's like three different committees because there's so many crimes that are being investigated, have doing the investigation to get the evidence before the American people to be able to convince 60 senators that this happened. Here's the evidence that it happened. Here's the specific crimes that were committed uh, and the overwhelming evidence that there were crimes that were committed. And I think that will push members in the Senate to be like, look, we, regardless of party affiliation, you can't allow somebody to, to use their position to be bribed that is affecting national security, to be corrupted where they're getting financial benefit from being in office. So hopefully we will do a, a good enough job in the House laying all this evidence out before the American people and the senators. And they'll see when we preside our case, if we can get it past the House, that there were crimes that were committed and there needs to be ramifications for that crime. I mean, the Democrats impeached Trump for a, a phone call to a foreign leader. And in my opinion, this goes way beyond Watergate of the of the things that we have oh, evidence of now. I think this is the most dangerous corruption I have seen in an Oval Office. And, you know, I know the history of our country and Grant and everything else. And uh, this is the most dangerous because it is not just uh, a cover up. It's not a small crime. This is a high crime. If you are selling access to your office as vice president or president, that is a high crime. Plus, um, with that, you have all kinds of other things because he is has been able to cover this up. He has um, the Justice Department uh, part of this deal. 
Now that goes to then all of the weaponization of government. I mean, this is huge and never ending. Yeah, I mean, you think about, you know, why would Merrick Garland uh, play defense in the Department of Defense, Director Ray and the FBI by stalling and stonewalling all of these different investigations, all to protect Joe Biden and the things that have happened. I mean, some of these go back to 2014. Some of these go back to, I'm sure if you kept digging even more, probably when he was in the U.S. Senate. Um, And as you get more facts and evidence, why would Merrick Garland, Director Ray, why would these other individuals put their um, lives on the line? And I wholeheartedly believe that both of them are obstructing the administration of justice by not allowing the investigations to move forward the way they should be moving forward. I mean, if this was Trump or uh, myself or any other Republican member of Congress or any conservative, I'd have been in prison a long time ago if we would have committed these crimes. And so the liability... Uh, and I would have been for it, Greg. I mean, yeah, if you I mean, do this... I mean, I, I was open to listen to the case. You know, we did our own homework, and I told my, uh, my staff, I'm not looking to exonerate Donald Trump. I'm looking to find the truth. Because if he did things that he wasn't supposed to, we have to stand for impeachment. The same thing. I, I, we've looked into this with Biden, and we have enough documents, I think, to impeach. Um, we've looked into it, and it wasn't to get him out. It was, let's find out what really happened here. And uh, you have to impeach. Otherwise, otherwise, you're not asking any honest questions in life. You're just looking for something to guarantee that things continue to roll your way. Yeah, and not just the impeachment, but just take it a step farther, the corruption of the money that was paid by our number one national security threat to the safety and security of the American people, the Chinese Communist Party, was paying him off, and he is now the president and the commander-in-chief of the military, and he's making decisions based on the compromising, corrupt behavior that he has had in the past. And why did he let a spy balloon traverse over the entire United States before they shot it down after it had collected all the intel at nuclear sites, military bases. You have a corrupt president who, who we now have evidence that he has received money and his family has received money from the Chinese Communist Party, uh, and it's affecting the national security of America. So you've got well, the wait a minute. Let's, you've got let's, the let's, and then you've got that. You, you not only have that, you also have Ukraine. He was wildly oh, yeah. corrupt Ukraine, in Romaine. Ukraine. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. Yeah. But we're sending billions of dollars and we're talking about going to war. He's compromised. What are we 100%. thinking? This is so dangerous. 100%. Greg, thank you. And, and thank you for standing up yep. for this. Go ahead. Uh, well, I would just say, and we in Congress, especially on the Republican side, have asked for information of where this money to Ukraine has gone because there is no guardrails when the Democrats were in control of the hundred and I think it's $20 billion that we've sent to Ukraine mm-hmm. of where that money's going and the accountability of where that taxpayer dollars have gone. And you can't tell me that, that the Bidens or some other people or there's corrupt entities that are getting money on that on the back end when they're refusing to have of accountability of where that money's being spent. Of course, of course. I, I bet you 30% of it, maybe 30% of it actually got to where it was supposed to go. Uh, Congressman Greg Stubbe, thank you so much. Repre- appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. You bet. Greg Stubbe from Florida. 
lot of good things in Florida. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Mantis X. The Second Amendment exists for a very good reason. It's both your right to protect your freedom and safety and your responsibility to protect your families. If you own guns, you need to be proficient at using them. That's really hard for a couple of reasons. One, ammunition is so expensive. If you have it, you don't want to waste it. Um, and I say waste it. It's, you're not wasting it when you're practicing. But when you need it, you need it. So what can you do? The other thing is it's hard for me, at least, to get to the gun range on a regular basis at all. Getting instruction. Uh, that costs money. Get Mantis X. It solves all of these problems. You can do it anytime. You can do it at home, you know, even at the office. I don't recommend it because, you know, you're actually using your gun. Um, but you put a device on it, you dry fire, and you can aim at anything. And it will track how you're aiming, your trigger pull is, everything that you're doing with that gun. And it shows you what you need to correct in real time. You can also take it to the range and use live fire, and it will do exactly the same thing. It is truly like you having an instructor standing right in front of you, just, well, not in front of you, beside you, looking at the gun and how you're pulling that trigger. It's... 90 some what is it 95 94 percent of people who try this um, improve within the first 20 minutes i did start improving today get yours at mantisx.com that's mantisx.com 10 seconds station id Uh, we had a great show last night on the Wednesday night special. If you missed it, go back and uh, and grab it. It was on the the lies around global warming. And we tracked it all the way back to 18. What was it? 1898, I think, or 19, 1896. And I didn't believe it. I said, it's typo, right? It's like 1986. And they said, no, it's 1896. And I'm like, what? It goes back. Look at that. The, the we're entering another uh, ice age. Then you go to the L.A. Times like four years later. We're still around turn of the century. Uh, and the L.A. Times says, no, no, it's actually heating up. I mean, they've been wrong. New York Times. Uh, we've been wrong since 1896. Uh, the, the, this is a game that is being played, especially on the youth, trying to get the youth to destroy capitalism and to enslave themselves. You know, when you talk about 15 minute cities, if you don't know what those are, please pick up my book, Dark Future. You talk about uh, 15 minute cities where you walk right now. They are telling you, no, there are no there's no such things as borders on people. There are no borders on people. I can guarantee you, because in, in their own words, which we show you in Dark Future, they are, they are telling you that you will go 15 minutes and, you know, depending on your score, et cetera, et cetera, whether you're allowed to leave your wonderful city. That's a little terrifying. That's what it's all about. And the misdirection and the lies. We introduced you last night to an agency that I have never even heard of. It's a uh, NGO that has decided to 
help our media, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC, all of it, called Covering Climate Now. And they are helping them write climate change into every story. Mm. That's why you read stuff and you're like, wait, you're blaming climate change on what? It's this. It's a propaganda organization. It's Goebbels. It's crazy. Well, I, I mean, the hatred that's coming out of your mouth right now and the uh, ignorance. Yeah. Just uh, it's outrageous. It's well, outrageous. I know. So you're I saying know. that everything isn't related to climate change is that what you're saying <laughs> i'm wow well, that and uh, racism wow. if it's not climate change it's whiteness uh, yes okay it's for sure. one of those two one yes. of those two all right back in just a minute The Glenn Beck Program. Well, yesterday, the Federal Reserve decided to raise another quarter point, and they said, we're probably going to do it again. We're probably going to do it again. Well, that's good. So they're tightening money, which means it'll be harder and harder for you to get the money. It'll be harder and harder for businesses to be able to afford a loan and get the money. So they're not really expanding or job creating. But don't worry, nobody works now anyway, I, I hear. Um, and, uh, and the other thing is it doesn't restrict the U S government from spending a, a billion times more than all of us combined would spend. Inflation is going to get bad. Goldline has a special this week on their fractional quarter ounce gold Mayflower rounds. These are beautiful, beautiful coins. Uh, they're quarter ounce. Every one quarter ounce gold Mayflower you purchase you receive two of the silver mind your business bars absolutely free get a little free silver when you acquire gold today 866 goldline 866 goldline or goldline.com check out my show pat gray unleashed every weekday from seven to nine eastern or anywhere and anytime you get your podcast Hello and welcome, America, to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, you know, we're talking a lot today about the deep state. We talk about Hunter Biden and the cover-up with the DOJ, what's happening with the uh, state uh, security now that seems to be working against the protection of the rights of Americans. It is impossible to truly understand how dangerous that is and what's coming next. I, I truly believe that... We are in a race against time, and what they are waiting for is all of the technology to catch up to make sure that cage is complete. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but you will understand if you read the book Dark Future. Dark Future is also now out in the audiobook, so let me play a couple of clips from the audiobook here. This is about security systems and how to keep you in a cage. Listen to this. In the coordinated entry system, 
CES, originally piloted in 2013 in Los Angeles, it uses data collection practices and algorithms to divide up resources and housing to as many homeless people as possible in the most efficient and equitable way. How does CES do this? Well, in her 2018 book, Automating Inequality, American political scientist Virginia Eubanks describes how the CES system works in detail. According to Eubanks, CES collects, stores, and shares some astonishingly intimate information about unhoused people. It catalogs, classifies, and and ranks their traumas, their coping mechanisms, their feelings, and their fears. As part of the CES system, homeless people are asked questions like, Have you ever been sexually assaulted while experiencing homelessness? Have you ever had to use the violence to keep yourself safe while experiencing homelessness? Have you ever exchanged sex for a place to stay? CES then uses algorithms to generate a score for each person in the program. The score determines how needy each applicant is. Depending on demand, the lowest score applicants are denied access to homes that they need. And if an applicant score is high enough to necessitate housing, a second algorithm is used to match that person with a shelter that can best fit his or her needs. Wow. It's almost like that to each according to his need thing. Sounds familiar for some reason, huh? What is frightening about this, um, had you ever heard of that, Pat, coordinated entry system? No, never. Yeah. Um, this is, they're already starting to use it and track absolutely everything. Remember, it's your hopes, your fears, your problems. It's not just stats. It's also you. So how do you express yourself on social media? This is, this is becoming part of your personal ESG score. This is the kind of stuff that puts you in a cage because if you decide to speak out against global warming, you would decide to work for a company like, let's say, mine, your score is going to go down and you will lose, in some cases, like banking privileges. And if you think that's weird, make sure you sign up for my free email newsletter. There are two stories today from banks about banks debanking people because of their POV. And their POV was not a pro-pedophile. Let's just put it that way. Um, Now, the second thing that you have to worry about on this is not just the machine, the algorithm, but who's putting it together because the elites will rule. In the minds of many Davos attendees, it is up to the elites and the powerful institutions acting with the input from the best interest of those they lord over to ensure the transition to the next era of humanity is inclusive, except for those people that we have to kill and respectful of the ideas that Klaus Schwab values so much, such as advancing globalism and protecting the environment from people and climate change. This can only occur according to Schwab, if we avoid totalitarian government interventions, as he would understand them, and if nations agree to move on from this free market economics, which clearly is misguided with its emphasis on individuals. Look that footnote up. 
Do you see the pattern here? I have been right about things like Osama bin Laden when I said in 1999, you mark my words, there will be blood bodies and buildings in the streets of New York and it will have his name on it within 10 years. It wasn't 10. It was two years later. Um, why I nobody agreed with me on the caliphate. I said a caliphate is forming. It will form. They are trying to reform a caliphate. No, that's crazy talk. You're an you're an imbecile. How do I know these things? Because I take people seriously when they say they're going to kill or capture you. Always take them seriously. If you had a neighbor who was saying leaning over the fence and like, hey, neighbor, <laughs> I'm going to kill you and your family one day. You would take that seriously, even if the cop said, no, he, he's joking. He's joking. If you took that as a joke every day when he said that to you just one on one, you're an imbecile. You're going to get your family killed. And so a responsible person would make sure that I have a big enough wall or I have security or I move. That's what you have to do when someone says they're going to kill or capture you. And that's what the ESG movement is. They are going to force you to conform. That means put you in a cage. Here's a last cut uh, from the audio version book of the uh, book, Dark Future. Engin this one is talking about in this one's talking about engine number one, which was this small little group that changed everything at Exxon. Listen, engine number one led a campaign to force Exxon Mobil, one of the largest oil and gas companies, to reduce its carbon footprint, which, of course, is intimately tied to the very same oil and gas it sells. This would be like going to McDonald's and demanding that it stop selling cheeseburgers. Of course, if many left-wing politicians have it their way, including Vice President Kamala Harris, <laughs> cheeseburgers will probably be the next target on activists' hit list. According to a New York Times report about the campaign, the tiny firm, engine number one, you can do it, wouldn't have had the chance were it not for an unusual twist. The support of some of Exxon's biggest institutional investors, BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, voted against Exxon's leadership and gave engine number one a powerful packing of support. When all was said and done, three of Exxon's directors were replaced because of their unwillingness to take a hard line on fossil fuels, yeah? Hey... You know, just because you're a fossil fuel company and we're telling you to get out of fossil fuels, what's the problem, huh? The Times further reported that in the wake of the ousting, engine number one instantly became a Wall Street name. The firm, among a new breed of shareholder activists, once driven by the idea that social good also benefits the bottom line, just as policy and public sentiment on the environment are involving, Chris James, the founder of Engine Number no. One, argued that Exxon's management wasn't making the needed changes fast enough. The firm convinced the mighty BlackRock, the Times added, 
We believe more needs to be done in Exxon's long-term strategy on reducing climate risk, which threatens the shareholders' values. This is BlackRock crying in a statement explaining why it had sided with engine number one. That is a part of the new audiobook. Uh, there are a few ad-libs. In fact, there might be whole paragraphs uh, that are not in the printed book. Huh. Uh, you don't want to miss it. It is available wherever you get your audiobooks now. Um, but it, it will show you uh, the cage that is being built. And it is why it is important that you know this if you don't know this and you don't share this the cage continues to be built it is the same as if well when the fbi was shutting everybody down and saying it's a conspiracy it's a russian conspiracy on hunter biden's laptop if they would have been able to keep that quiet another couple of years if they would have just charged him with what they charged uh, him with yesterday and then made a sweetheart deal right before the election or after the election, uh, it probably would not have been a big deal. Would have, a lot of people would have said, hey, there's something wrong here. But now they're on the edge of losing it. So their cage building has to go faster, which means we have to wake more people up. Because once the American people truly wake up and see what's actually being built, a Chinese-style cage for not just us, the entire Western world. I told you at the beginning of this uh, podcast that um, you have in Canada, Jordan Peterson now being required to take a uh, re-education class because he's speaking politically incorrect things. He's taken that to court and said, there's no re-education camps here. That's a violation of, of uh, our charter as a country. But they don't have freedom of speech. But the fact that you have someone like Jordan Peterson in Canada being told you're going to lose everything, you'll lose your license and everything else unless... You go to this re-education camp should show you this is serious. We are on the road to China. Get the book Dark Future, wherever books are sold. Um, oh, in fact, there is a special bookstore. Do I still have this? Yeah, bookshop.org. If you go to bookshop.org, you can buy it from small um, retailers, you know, the people who are kind of just in it they're not the big box stores and i'd rather sell it to local people um, bookshop.org and you can get the audio at audible or uh, amazon wherever you get your audio books Alrighty. having fun yet pat oh more than he's not even he's not more even, than i've ever had listening. in my life yeah you're, no I'm you're listening you're listening to old imus shows aren't you <laughs> i just looked up <laughs> engine number one and i can't i can't believe uh what they accomplished with so very little uh -huh. it's amazing yeah uh, it that's is amazing. amazing do you know that you know you just mentioned on the audio uh book that they replaced four exxon board members Despite owning yeah. only 
0.02. So they got two hundredths of one percent of the of the company's shares, and they replaced four board members. Uh huh. That's unbelievable. That's right. Wow. That's right. Yeah, people need to pay attention. Uh, by the book. Yeah, you really need. Yeah, you need mm-hmm. to pay attention. Thank you so much. It's a dark future. Several months ago, uh, Indiana native Troy began working out. He found that he liked it. God knows why. But after too long, he started running as well. It wasn't long before he was running 5Ks. And then you know how it goes. Next thing, you're, you're shooting up in a bathroom bus station. You know, it's, I mean, it's just like. Anyway, he discovered that after running uh, 5Ks that his uh, knees would start to swell every time he ran. It got so bad that he feared he'd have to stop. Fortunately, he heard about Relief Factor. Skeptical? Mm, Me too. But he decided to give it a try. And sure enough, within a few weeks of starting to take it, Troy's knees felt fine. Pain was completely gone, he said, and it stayed gone ever since. Oh, God. He's probably out there running today. Stupid 5K. Why? It's like a balloon ride. They have to pick you up at the end. Anyway, three-week quick start. It's only 1995. It's a trial pack. It's not a drug, but developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them have gone on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com, or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You noticed, uh, Glenn, that Vivek, like cake, is uh, gaining a little bit of momentum. <laughs> People are starting to notice. I have. Him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, have. I like it. I, I really I like it. He's great. He, I, I don't know a single issue on which we disagree. Have you heard one? Because everything he says nope. makes sense. He's, he's, he yeah, says no. it well. He's, he's so well-spoken, so smart. And, and he, he's... Also a, um, you know, several time serial entrepreneur. Yeah. So he he knows his business. He knows how to run large companies. Um, And his viewpoints are such a breath of fresh air on how do you break up the deep state? Well, they work for the president. If they don't, then they're in violation of the Constitution. And if they work for me, well, then I can fire them. Otherwise, I'm held hostage by my staff and they control everything. Uh, I mean, he is he Great. is different, mm-hmm. refreshing. I really mm-hmm. like him. Really he's, like him. he's the only my one. I guess he's the only what? one that's saying that he's going to shut down uh, like the Department of Education, for instance. Um, I don't. I don't know anybody else who who is making that claim. That when when they get I in, think, one of the things he's going to do. Yeah, I think Donald Trump has said things like that. I think uh, DeSantis leans that way, but he is he's not saying it. You're right. Um, yeah. And therefore, so you're not saying it. I don't think you're going to do it. But uh, I I think uh, Vivek and Donald Trump, 2024. I think that would be. Because he's going to speak, Vivek can speak to the youth. Mm -hmm. And by the way, uh, 
we have Fetterman, we have Feinstein, uh, we now have a Republican, Mitch McConnell, and the president, all of them, all of them are sick or old and need to leave Washington.